Welcome to the Seek Wilderness Podcast, a platform for outdoor adventures of storytelling, for gaining basic knowledge of hunting, fishing, and woodsmanship. A place to find inspiration to go do epic stuff this week. Seek Wilderness. Welcome back to Seek Wilderness Podcast. John, dude, it's been a while, brother. How you doing? I'm I'm doing. Well, you know how I've been doing. Not everybody else does, but <laughs> Yep. Absolutely. No, we've been keeping in touch. We yeah. we, we know how each other's doing. So yeah, dude, it's like right before Christmas, man. I can't believe it. I mean, so like I had to I just had this thought. Um for me, like this season went by so fast but it, it was like a long season too so it's 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 weird like i feel like we were just all amped up to get started at started an opening day and i don't know it's just uh very very odd year as far as um you know like i said it was it was long but i can't believe like it's already christmas type of thing do you know what i'm saying yeah, well, time flies. I mean, it, it actually flies a lot more the older you get, it seems like. When people say that when you're young, it's actually true. When you, yeah. The older you get, the more, you know what I mean? The faster time flies. But to be honest with you, for me, it, this season has dragged on and on and on. It's been yeah. a lot, I mean, I start from the very earliest you possibly can start. Yeah. And, you know. Yep. yep. So, yeah. So it's a long season. But um, I'm not necessarily sure I'm going to be doing the whole Velvet thing this year. Like we, me, you, you and I've been talking about that. So yeah, but uh, because you get burnt, you get burnt. You know what I mean? But it is yeah. what it is. It's been, it's been a horrible year for me. We both know each other. You know, like like uh, we both know each other's history and how the falls went because yep. you and I keep in pretty good touch. Yep. But um, man, I'm I'm willing to talk about about the season. We got a few minutes here. Um. I've had a horrible season. I uh, was on deer early. I mean, man, straight out of the gate and down a velvet hunt. I mean, I was on deer six, seven, eight deer, a, 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 a sit mm-hmm. on a lot of deer, nothing big, um, a lot of does, some small bucks, mm-hmm. but um, didn't take advantage of the does. And you know what I mean, waiting on a buck because that's what the, the hunt is really kind of about. And uh, and then just things just started happening. You know what I mean? Like after that, came back to Jersey. The opener was the next weekend here, and it just one thing after another. It took me a while to get on does. You know what I mean? To get a doe in yeah. range. I was hunting with the hunting with the traditional bow again. And dude, I over the fall, over September and October, I dinged up a couple of does. Yeah, and. You know, dude, that is heartbreaking for me. You know what I mean? Like oh, I yeah. practice a lot. Yep. I haven't been able to put the, the as much practice this year into the trad bow, and and then you know I was going back and forth between the compound and the trad as my shoulder felt better and stuff like that. And man, for me, uh, I can speak for myself, and I'll ask you some questions too. But um, for me, the going back and forth and then the, the second doe that i dinged up it was a good sh- should have been a good shot um it was, it was a lot of strange things happened this year should have been yeah. a good shot the shot the doe was facing uh 
to my like so she's standing there broadside but she was like her butt is to my left and her head is to my right okay but about a 10 yard shot i draw back with my uh with my recurve so with the satori drawback should have been a really good shot i shot her the shot kind of busted off right a little bit and but i got full penetration um shot the deer it started to pour as soon as i shot um that happened and then like it was a sunday morning it started to pour it poured for two days after that so it was a big storm that came and i was trying to beat the storm yeah um she's i shot this doe like right at sunrise um and a guy i ran into this guy on this piece three different times it was a man that walks he's got three gsps german Mm -hmm. short hairs Mm -hmm. pointers and he walks these things all over the the game play the public land that i was hunting i mean all over the place he started on opening day he did it um and which is legit. I don't really care about that, but it just happened to be like I shot this doe. I'm giving her some time. Twenty minutes later, it starts to pour. Twenty-five minutes later, I'm sitting in the stand pouring, and I'm like, oh my God, that shot was a little bit right. It was a little bit forward on her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. next thing you know, here comes a, a German short hair and another German short hair, another one, and and then the, the the master's walking up behind them, and I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. And they, they went like right where the deer ran to, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, yep. Oh this screw you know what I mean? Like the yeah. the blood is washed away. I got three dogs that just walked over the blood trail, pushed towards where the guy, you know, where the deer went. And it's crazy because that's like before, before a front like that, like you want to be out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, obviously every, every time we draw back the, the bow, we want the most merciful kill possible. Um, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. And then you put rain on top of that and pressure from three dogs and a guy walking. I mean, who knows, you know, I mean, (laughs) that's, yeah, well, dude, like, legitimately, I put, um, I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do when it starts to pour. No. And you had a dog, a, a group of dogs just run over and put, probably push this deer across the creek. Yeah. Up, you know? Yeah. And um, legitimately, I think the deer probably kind of went and laid up not too far from where I shot. You know what I yeah. mean? But had maybe hadn't expired. I mean, I'm, this all... Maybe, yeah. maybe didn't. You yeah. know what I mean? Kind of deal. Yeah. Um, I put probably th- the shot went down around seven in the morning, probably. And I probably, it was, I probably got home around two in the afternoon. So I put a lot of time in. It's not a really, really big piece when you start mm-hmm. taking all the water out of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, a, it's a water piece, you know, and, uh, you start taking the water out and you just start thinking about like a- edge of creeks and edge of, you know, um, lake and this and that start right. taking all that out of it. There's not a whole lot where this deer could go. Spent a lot of time in there in the rain looking for this deer. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I was kicking myself in the butt when I'm praying and everything else. And yeah. something just told me like, dude, you are not 
you have to make some changes. Like, you are not the shot you used to be. <laughs> You're 52 now. You've been bouncing back and forth. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, your shoulders have been, you haven't been able to practice in the last month or two as much as you should have been um, because of the shoulder injuries and the pain, you know, and all, all this and that. And, like, legitimately, like, you need to t- you need to push the easy button for a little while. Get the compound out, crank her down to 45, 47 pounds, something like that, mm-hmm. and just run through the process of tuning this bow, paper tune it, everything, and see what you got for arrow flight. And you, you know what I mean? Start mm-hmm. start setting pins up. And yeah. that's legitimately after that, that's what I did was I went to the compound for the rest of, most of the rest of the fall. My shoulders are feeling good right now. I've shoot, been shooting the trad bow. I'm prepared to take it easy on it, continue to kind of like personally rehab at home, mm-hmm. do some of the rehab stuff and try to build strength up in the arm and just not overwork it. You know what I right. mean? No 3d juice, nothing like that. Just a dozen arrows a day. You know what I mean? For mm-hmm. the all year and be prepared to hunt with it this fall. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at on that. You know what I mean? And, uh, we go through seasons of change, dude. Like, most of my life, I would laugh at a guy when he's in his fifties and they start talking about their shoulders and not being able to draw a bow and all that kind of stuff. Like, shut up, man! Just deal with it. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's I just legitimately it, not how it works with your body, dude. It, it, it's it's different when it's you. You know what I mean? I'm a person that's always been able to work through pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you have a pain that is like blocking your muscle from being able to draw your bow because of pain. You, you, yeah. you can't do nothing about it. And a trad bow is just a bow that you need. You need to put a dozen to two dozen arrows a, a, a night or a day through that bow to continue to have the feel that you need to be efficient with it. You know what I mean? Well, I think a lot of it too, like, yeah, I, I, I can't speak to like shooting trad bow, but I can speak to, you know, putting everything in our favor to feel as confident as possible when we go out there. Yeah. And, and in your situation, if, you know, pain, pain is a real thing. <laughs> I mean, it's people can say, Oh, you gotta, you gotta block out that pain. Well, okay. Block, block it out. But is, is that honestly the best thing for the game that we're going after? Like, are we yeah. putting, are we putting in our best effort in that situation to put mm-hmm. the, put the most merciful kill on that animal? Um, so, yeah, a lot of it is, I mean, I think the older that, that we get, and I'm catching up to you in age, mm-hmm. is is um, humility. Like, pride, pride runs out uh, at, if it, it has to run out at some point in your, in your lifetime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying by that? Like, yeah. you, you can't continue to be prideful because you'll, you'll never you'll never be, you know, able to fully embrace and enjoy what it is that we do. Uh, out in the yeah. woods as, as hunters, in my opinion. Um, yep. but there's, but to that point, this, this, uh, it's a very, very, um, hard mental challenge. Hunting is a it very, is, very difficult mental, mentally speaking, it is. So very difficult. I, to, if I can interrupt you for one real quick second, like yeah. I went out, it was December, I don't know what it was, say eighth or the ninth or something like that. It was the second or third day of our six day shotgun yeah. season mm-hmm. here in Jersey. So we're around the eighth or something like that. I took a day off. I got some days of burn still. And uh, 
took a day off. It was like a Wednesday, the Wednesday of the sixth day. Went down the Pine Barrens. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to go down there. And I've been talking to you about this. Like, dude, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go down there and probably hump my bow in the Pine Barrens so I can just start getting a Like, if you can go down there during sixth day and kind of get a feel for where the clubs are driving, where guys are, where trucks are parked, and mm-hmm. where some guys got bait piles, or there's truck clubs that are driving and this and that. And like, this is the ultimate time to go down there. Like if you can get some hunting and that's great, but this is mm-hmm. the ultimate time to scout the area and get an idea for where pressure's at. Like, yep. okay, there's a guy that's down in this road with a bait pile off there. And I can see his, you know what I mean? This time of year, yep. you can see where the guy has been pounding his trail back to his tree stand and his bait pile. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and the clubs come down here, they're only here for a week or so, but okay. You know what I mean? But you get an idea of how people utilize this whole huge, one million acres of pines, you know? Right. Right. So that was my idea. Well, I friggin' backed out of the bow thing and actually pulled my 12 gauge out and brought nice. that down there that mm-hmm. day. You know what I mean? And, and went down there and sat, I got done with that sit and I sat most of the day, I got down there before sunrise, um, had a club come through, um, shortly after sunrise and, and I could hear him yo bucking all around which is cool dude like you know like back in the day I've had clubs come through and I'm just sitting in a winter bow and stuff like that and it, it bothered me back when I was in my 20s and my 30s like who are these guys this is bull crap you know what I mean like right. these guys coming through like they're, it's middle of winter bow and these guys are driving because of a you know doe day or whatever it is you know your permit day or yeah. you know what I mean? and the older I get the more I realize like dude that's their tradition. Yeah. Like, you know, dude, we had September, we have about October, most of November. You know what I yeah. mean? This is their tradition. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all right with that. You know what I mean? Like, that's their tradition. They're keeping it alive. Good for them. I just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And it, someday, it might end up being that they push a deer to me and I get a shot exactly. at a deer that I wouldn't have got a shot at. You know I, I, mean? like, I, was, I was just going to say <laughs> that. So, yeah. so two so two points there. I think like this year is the first year ever where um I don't believe I've hunted in December yet. Okay. Um I plan out get plan on getting out a little bit, but I really haven't had that drive. I feel like uh you know, in hindsight, fall meaning, you know, op- opening day jersey till shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, I had great chances. Like I, I did, I did, I did really good hunting, not, not killing. And I can share a little bit more about that, but, um, yeah. so, so it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with taking the time like over these holidays or, you know, busy December year end closings with work and all that stuff. So I don't have that. I got to get out type of feeling, got to get out hunting type of feeling to cause you know more stress and stress and all that. But the yeah. other part about that is, and, and you, and you said it like there, that, that could be an opportunity to where you're in that situation, hunting, hunting, and, and they push, push something to you. I mean, you, you, you know, mm-hmm. you never, you never know, you never know what, what could, yeah. what could happen with that. Yep. So like, dude, like legitimately after that, after that, um, that's it. I sat down there and we have about 10 and a half hours of daylight that time of year or whatever, you know what I mean? 11 mm-hmm. hours of daylight maybe. And I, I basically sat the whole time I got up and scouted in between. I moved, 
you know what I mean? Around noon, mm-hmm. moved to a different spot and went and scouted another spot, which is cool. I loved being able to see different stuff. Yeah. But by the time it was time to get down, um, there's no phone service out there at all. And I had this, this urge, like work has probably been call, trying to call you all afternoon and your phone is going to buzz up as soon as you get on a little rise or you get close to, to a, yeah. a highway and you start getting reception. Like, I just had this, I had this bad feeling like crap is happening right now. Yep. Like I never really told my wife, Hey, I'm going hunting for the day or nothing like that. You know what I mean? It was just like, I was going to come home late that night. You know what I mean? Like late yeah. from work basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just had a bad feeling about it. My son had a, an endocrinologist appointment that day and I, I didn't have reception to like, how did it, everything go? Felt right. bad. So probably half hour before shooting light, I got down and started heading towards a car, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, to get out of there and I uh, got down a little bit early. Of course I got there and my phone started buzzing as soon as I got some yep. reception, you know what I mean? Yeah. My yep. work phone and my normal phone. I got home. I drove home. It's an hour or so from home. I got home and the whole time I'm just thinking like, I'm losing, I'm losing. This has been a long, long season. It's been a season of like, I'm a positive, positive person when it comes to deer hunting. Like I always have this feeling like any second the world record come come around that tree. I've always felt that way. You know what I mean? And legitimately like normally a good buck always seems to come by it every year. You know what I mean? And, and, um, this year it just, it just hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. Had a lot of things. My, like, like I told you before, like my body's changing. Yeah. Things hurt to stand and to kneel and all that kind of stuff. Things are changing. You know what I mean? Like I'm 52 now. Things are, yeah. things are changing a little bit, you know, shoulder pains and this pain and that pain, not complaining because I've hunted a lot, but yeah. I got home and sat down. My wife had dinner ready and, you know, she's like, where have you been? You know, <laughs> kind of deal. And I sat down and I, I just like told her, I was like, listen, it's December 7th or 8th or whatever it is. And I, I'm like this has been the longest year of my life. And she's like, I can't believe that you haven't shot a deer. Like you haven't yeah. shot anything. Yeah. You haven't brought a deer home. You know, you've been oh, in three different States or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is unreal. And, and, uh, I said, I know. And I got talking with her. I'm like, I'm, I'm at it like a crossroads in my life. Like with hunting, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if I love it or if I hate it, you know what I mean? Like right now, I don't, I don't really know. Like, should this be the year that I just say I'm going fishing for the year and maybe I'll get the love back the following year? You, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I really don't know. And I just started going down the thing. And I'm like, so I know that the recurve and the trad bow is where I want to be, but I don't know if my body's going to hold up for me to be able to do that. You know, right. what I mean? you know what I mean? To do those things. Yep. I don't, I know for a fact I've been shooting this compound all fall it's too easy. You know what I mean? And I don't, it's not comfortable for me. It's not, you know what I mean? Like it's not comfortable to look after having two eyes open and like looking down your arrow and you know what I mean? Having a feel for it and watching the arrow fly. It's not comfortable for me to, to try to find my anchor point and to look through a peep site and to line it all up. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and the the arrows touch, you know what I mean? Every time at 25 yards, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, but it's not comfortable. It's not like it used, it's not automatic. Like it was before I went to trad, you know what I mean? Like, wow. it's, 
you just haven't it's been shooting. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But it's 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 not fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I told her, I was like, that's legitimately not what it is. You know what I mean? That's not where I want to go with it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, she was just looking at me like, wow. Yeah. Like life is catching up to you, old man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we and her been together for twenty. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we've been together right. a long time. That's the yeah. first time I've ever sat down and like had a heart to heart with my wife about about that kind of stuff. And yeah. you know, well, that means yeah. it's real. That that means it's real. Like when you get to that point yeah. on the dinner table sharing that, it's yeah, it's real. Yeah, like I said, old, old life is changed for the old UP boner, man. It's changing, but um, yeah. I don't have, I haven't lost my love for it. I just right. have, right? I'm just it, things have to change. I've been hunting this, and we talked about this, and you know, with other other people we've been recording with, and you know, for me, I've been pounding the same pieces close mm-hmm. to home here now for the last three or four years, five years, and like I know where the deer. <laughs> well, I think I know where the deer travel, but that right. hasn't worked out all well for right, me. Right. right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm sick of looking at, I think I know him very well from winter scouting and hunting him for a few years and, and all that. Kind. I feel like I know it. And I, maybe I'm taking myself out of the good places because I think I know it all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's time for me to have a change. I need to have a change. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. And, and I, and I, I'm, I'm the same, I'm the same way. Like I, uh, Obviously, you know, lo- love the the killing side of things, um, but I love mm-hmm. I love it, the exploring side of things. So it's, it's it's tough because I like the exploring, you know, checking out new pieces. I love mm-hmm. the the craft of figuring out mature buck movement, and yeah, I can go out and explore a new piece of property tomorrow. Um. But figuring out the mature buck movement in my in my journey in all this isn't a tomorrow thing. It's a two, three, maybe a four year investment on a piece of property. I don't know yet because I haven't done that. So mm-hmm. that's I am planning on doing more of that this coming year, twenty twenty three. I think so, you're, you're going to be su- pleasantly surprised, John. That it's so. not going to take you two or three years to get on deer. You you've done very. Very well. And, and Greg and I and, and you, you know, we, we keep pretty good tabs on each mm-hmm. other. We've got a group text and all that kind of stuff. And we keep pretty right. good tabs on each other because, I mean, we're hunting obviously very different areas, but all within a county or whatever of each other. Right. You know, not all necessarily yep. in the same county, but within, you know, the geological yeah. county area, basically, um, of each yep. other. And, um and we so we keep tabs on each other it's it's always good you know yeah. and uh dude like you're hunting a small private piece and you're mm-hmm. you've done very very well this year i don't know how in depth you want to go with how your season went but i've been talking a lot i'd like to kind of hear you like kind of go through your season and and, and like ex- explain how you've you went through through the year yeah. and you know the good things the bad things and all that kind of stuff and whatever you're comfortable with yeah yeah I, I mean you know just full transparency I think you know through well through what you said and through what I'll say hopefully people can can relate and, and learn from it but um, I mean even before the season I, I was very diligent in you know getting in shape to get mentally ready and everything along those lines I was shooting uh, practicing uh I would say, honestly, say five days a week, 
five out of the seven days I, I'd shoot my bow. Mm-hmm. Felt confident going into the season, opening day, opening morning, missed a doe at 35 yards. Um, and whatever my, I think my range finder says she was 35 from where I, you know, put it on her, um, from the, from, from the saddle. And it was more like 30 when I got back down and ranged back to the tree. Cause I missed her clean miss. Go to a different spot. Over or what was over. it? I went over. Over. Yeah. Okay. I went, uh, shot, shot That's right, right over. And, um, and this, this is on the first and only video that I recorded, uh, this season. So those of you who don't know, I, I've been tracking my journey with a video for the last three years. Um, I'll share a little bit, uh, as to why I stopped doing that. But so I missed her go out a different spot, same farm, different spot and miss one at 22 shot over. Mm-hmm. So now it's all in my head. Um, long story short, I, uh, end up going, still haven't earned my buck. So I go out, this is probably a couple of hunts later. And this gorgeous buck is sitting in front of me. This is, this is the, this is the one that's on the reel that's been doing really well for us on there. And it I, has, dude. It, 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 it seems like 5,700 views or 5,700 likes or something like it's, that. It's, 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 it's something ridiculous, but people, I mean, there's, it's, it's cool to, I shouldn't say cool. It's interesting to see, People are like, oh, that thing, you, I was still looking for the mature buck. Well, this is probably, I would say, a 120, yeah. a 120 yeah. class buck. And mid, I'll, mid I'll, 120, I would say. Yeah. So, uh, what people need to realize is like this piece of property, although it is private, uh, is a heavily pressured piece of private property. Um, I'll just leave it at that. So, um, well, no, look, 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 hold on. Let, so let's go get into that a little bit then okay. about what a 120 inch deer means in New Jersey. Okay. First of all, you got genetic freaks. Yeah. That, that could be at four years old in New Jersey could be a 140 to 160. Mm-hmm. Those are absolute genetic freaks for our area. However, there is a lot of deer that are four to six years old that are only going to be in our area. They're only going to be a 121 seven yeah. pointer or a yeah. 128 eight mm-hmm. pointer. Mm-hmm. That's legitimately a mature five year old deer in this area. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. A white horn deer that, you know what I mean? That yeah. is legitimately a top, not, not top end scoring, but that's a legitimately a mature buck in this area. That happens. If, well, if I look at the deer that you posted, I'm thinking four year old all day long. Yeah, on that, I would agree. I'd agree. And and the thing of it is, I go by body size. Body well, size. The thing of it you is, I mean? that, yeah, I did. Uh, last year, I'm that was the first buck I drew back on and missed last year. Okay. So I, yeah. I've had I've had run-ins with them before. All right, mm-hmm. so that so that's that September. So, I d- and another thing too, another thing too, like John, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to put into perspective for the people to make those kind of comments. Like, if you're from Illinois, if you're from Iowa, if you're from Missouri, you know what I mean? Yeah, 120 inch deer that you're looking at right there. The if you're looking at the rack, you're looking at that rack that could legitimately be a two year old deer in those places. Absolutely. However, there could be, and I've found, dude, I have, I've showed you, I have six years worth of either a single, a double, 
of one deer, and he never changed. He was a 120-inch buck. Mm-hmm. His whole, you know what I mean, from two and a half, from three years old to when he was probably nine years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't score one inch difference for six and a half years. I mean, right. he was legitimately right. at four years old what he was going to be and didn't really do a whole lot. You know what I right. mean? After that. Right. You know what I mean? So that legitimately there's deer out there, guys, that well, can be mature and die of old age at 120 inches. I mean, yeah, that, that, exactly. that's legit. You know what I mean? Uh, like, dude, I mean, we, we had, we probably had, we, we probably had close to 120 inch six point on this piece of property, which is barely yeah. a legal deer in Jersey. Just, I'm just for, you know, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there, but exactly. Cause you have to have three points per side. Uh, so at any rate, you know, I'm, uh, kind of like share, sharing my, my, uh, sorrows with, with Todd and with Greg and everything like that. And, um, I, I don't remember what happened, but anyway, I ended up getting a, I ended up getting a doe, getting some confidence back. Um, yep. Oh, that was, well, yeah. So, and that was a good, that was a good shot. A heart shot done 20, 25 yards. So, yeah, dude, so, was, I, so I was feeling, I was feeling good. good. Got my confidence in, continued to shoot. Um, you know, during, during the season, that was a big goal of mine. Continue to shoot out, you know, targets and whatnot, just to feel com- comfortable and confident. And then, uh, I saw on one of my trail cameras, uh, some action was picking up with, um, a couple, couple of different good bucks. And I went in, uh, to make a move cause the, the wind was right. Everything, everything was right. And, um, mm-hmm. I remember during that hunt, you, you texted, I, I think all of us were hunting. You said, you feel pretty good about it. I was like, yeah, I feel really good about it. And it, and it happened at maybe with 20 minutes of light left. Um, of course, they never go to the strong side. They, he, he came to the, to my weak side and I was videoing at this time. Um, mm-hmm. but when he, when he made that move to the, to my weak side, I didn't bother moving the camera. I just wanted to get in position. And then at 10 yards, um, he's probably more like 12. I let the arrow go and I, I use light and knocks and my light and knock jumped immediately to the left. Um, ended up hitting it, hitting that deer, uh, like through the hams. Mm-hmm. And um, sat for a little while. Went. I saw blood. You know, I texted. I texted you. I texted uh, another friend of mine, Randy. And from the blood that I saw, it looked to me like a lot of blood. And we we kind of like we meeting Todd and I and Randy talked about it. And it's like if it hit that femoral artery, then that that deer's dead. If I didn't, then then it's not. And we, we put about a three hour search into that, uh, that night, Todd, Todd and I, yeah. and a friend of mine, Aaron came out and, and looked for it, yep. didn't find it. And, uh, went, went back, uh, the following day to, to do some search and never, never found it again. It wasn't, it wasn't the buck that I saw in earn a buck. It was a different buck. So mm-hmm. confidence now is down again. Um, fast forward to, the first day of permit season um, decided, decided to make a strong, a, a pretty aggressive move. And that day was probably the best hunt I've ever had. Um, I saw a, 
a shooter come in way, way behind me, came into like 12 yards behind, like behind me. And I drew, I had to squat down. So I'm, I'm drawn back. I'm squatting down on the stand. And when I went to squat down, my uh, elbow hit the tree just enough to knock my hand forward, which brought down the bow. And we were just like locked. Like he, he was behind me and I'm holding my bow. He's, he's kind of looking my way, but he can't see me because there's just so much brush. I had an opening. If he had taken two more steps, I would, I would have been able to shoot him, but he had stopped before my, before my, uh, arm came down, you know, the, the, I let basically let the bow down, not on purpose. He had stopped. And then I let the bow down because my hand or my elbow hit the tree so he's sitting there and I kind of look over to out of the corner of my right eye. Cause there's another buck coming in. It's that buck that I saw in, uh, earn a buck, the, the one twenty plus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so by this time the big eight pointer, he might've even been a, he might've been a nine went out and around where now this new white, we'll call him the white horn buck was looking at him, which gave me an opportunity to turn around. Cause he's coming in towards me. Ultimately, he came in to about 18 yards, um, and I'm only 12 feet up in the in in, in the tree in the saddle, and right. um, and I'm I'm like waiting for him. He, all he has to do is step over over a log, and he's going to commit. He's going to come in. I get him either. Hopefully, he comes in. You know, weak side or I mean, strong side. But his tail, he sees the tail of the other buck that I almost had a shot on. Uh, go up and he doesn't like blow out of there. The, the, the first mm-hmm. buck that I saw doesn't blow out, but I just had the sense like the, the buck that's coming in towards me and has stopped at this point. is just getting, getting weary. So I drew back. It was a frontal shot. I'm 12 yards up or 12 feet up. He's, I don't know, six, 16 to 18 yards. Uh, let it, I let the arrow fly. Now I'm shooting 650 grains and he drops immediately, starts flailing, flailing around and stops. And I'm like, you know, internally like celebrating. I, th- I think this thing's dead. Uh, it's still real thick cover, like where he fell. Um, and then about two minutes later, he gets up, runs, kind of snow plows, breaks off the arrow, falls over again. And then lays there for a minute, gets up, runs, and I don't see him again. And I'm like, what the, what happened? <laughs> like, here I am thinking, thinking it was dead. Uh, I had, so I was hunting in another, I was hunting in another state and used to, mm-hmm. after that, you texted me and Greg, we, we had a group thing going and I'm trying yeah. to drive, I'm driving home. I'm basically driving home a couple hours and, and, yeah. and trying to text you back and forth and, and everything. But yeah. Go ahead. I think Greg was out yeah. that night as well, right? Yeah. So yeah. So so yeah, Greg and his so so we were going back and forth because the challenge with me on you know on a Saturday night is that I got to be at church to set up church at seven o'clock in the morning. So we we were all thinking yeah. like, well, I'll be go home, take a nap, get up at like one or midnight or whatever, and then and then and then come back out. Um. Anyway, we ended up going back in around ten o'clock. Uh, Greg and, and his friend, Tony. And, um, we found last blood, couldn't find any more blood. Um, and I thought I'd gotten out of there clean. I didn't spook any, any other deer that I thought of, um, or that I heard or knew of. 
and um, the next day ended up having a dog come down. And what's her name? Lizzie. Lizzie. Yep. Lizzie. Yeah. Lizzie came down and no luck there. We spent about three hours with with the dog, and then I spent the the following. So that was Sunday. I spent the following Monday in between appointments going out there. Never found that one. And that, that just kind of like crushed me, crushed me. But, um, yeah, it was, it was hard. So like when people ask me how my season's going, I'm saying I'm doing great, great with the hunting, terrible with the killing. And there's a lot of things that I need to need to change. Um, yeah. So dude, I really, really thank you for, for sharing that because, um, there's been times in my life where I probably wouldn't have shared that with the public probably didn't have, you know, the, an outlet to be able to speak about it either. You know what I mean? Obviously, but, um, like, like we do now, you know, with the podcast and everything, but, um, like you and I, we both had a, a very, very, uh, like a low point. Like for me, this is a low point since, you know, I mean, I haven't had a year like this since I was probably, 17 you know what i mean or something like that you know what i mean like this is legitimately but i look back at it now and i'm i'm like okay i have to make some changes i gotta make some adjustments and whenever you fail and i I can't call my season anything more than failing like legitimately if you think about it like this First of all, for you, it's a different story, but I'm going to look at it from my point of view. My point of view is I know for a fact that I was in the game with Bucks. The sign was there. The stuff was there. I was reading the sign right. However, there's going to be years when a deer gets out of its bed and he comes up and there's a Y in the, there's a Y in the, in the, in the trail. There's, you can go right or you can go left. Yeah. And you, you were left and he went right. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, that's yeah. the way it works. You know what I mean? Well, like that's, that's the way here's, it works. Here's, here's, here's the other thing too. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing too. Like, so because of the heavy arrow, so like I would have never have taken that shot unless I haven't done the mm-hmm. research that I've done. I mean, in hindsight, I probably hit a little too high. Um, but here's the question that some people might be thinking, like, if you had that shot, would you take it again? And right now I'd want to say, absolutely not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. I would wait for it to commit. Or I would come back and, and, and hunt it, hunt it another day. Um, yeah. You know, so, so live and learn. The, the other thing, to, the other thing to take away from that too, is uh, something that Greg brought up. He's like, were you able to get a second shot? And I was like, the only, the only thing I could have hit was probably his back, like high leg, not even into his but just because of he's like take do it, it. Do, do it, it. do it, do it. Is that what he said too? Yep, is that absolutely. what he said too? Absolutely, yeah. because yeah. because that's just yep. more blood. It's just more blood for you to follow. Yeah. The only so, way I'm not taking a secondary shot, John, uh, it, and if I can see hide, and he's standing there and he's hunched over wherever I hit him. Yeah, if it's a gut shot or if it's a liver shot, you know, a liver shot usually he's got out of there. But if, uh, sometimes on a gut shot, they'll they'll bound a couple of feet and then they'll hunch and they'll stand there. The yeah. only time I'm not taking another shot is if I got to shoot through things and I can't get a clear lane to them, and I kind of feel like I, I'm probably not going to hit them. And all I'm going to do is hit a rattle off a bunch of trees going to them. Like the arrow's going to rattle off a bunch of trees and just scare them more. Like yeah. 
Yep. I can keep him in this county a little bit more by just not shooting at all and spooking him again, like and just backing out of here after he walks off. Well, the other thing too, like ready. ready. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I was going to say, like walking out that night with Greg and 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 Tony, you you could hear coyotes. That this this farm has. Mm-hmm. It, I think Greg made a comment. He's like, I think every every coyote in the county's here. So. They knew what was going on. And the other, yeah. that's the other thing is it was a year ago today where I shot that big one last year and couldn't recover it. And, you so know, our, our, our day, not then, not year, the day a, that you're talking about, like today now. December 20th of 2021. Yes. I remember it was late in the year. Yeah, I was like, you, you, you were, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you were out there yeah. with me trying to find it too. And then, yeah. and like, is that a thing? Is like, is coyotes that big of a deal? So, and, and I, which mm-hmm. I think, it, I think they are. But, um, yeah, it's it's uh like I said it's, it's been a a long season. Um I'm tr- I try to pull away some positives from it, which I uh, which I have a lot lot to pull away from, but uh I also know there's a lot of, a lot of things I have to I have to work on. Um I think mm-hmm. I think one and, and we've talked a lot about it, like with with shooting and everything along those lines. Um whether it's whether my it's because my eyesight's changing and my contacts and that's just because I've always been fairly a fairly good shot when it comes to those things when it comes to like shooting deer right. and and all that stuff and never really had much of a much of a challenge in um, hitting them but for mm-hmm. the last for the last couple of years I I, I have so I got I got to figure that out yeah. Like I said, you go, you, we're, you're, you're, you're probably going through some changes too. Um, it just happens to be for me, the changes have been in the, you know what I mean? Like this year, last year, yeah. wasn't a really good year either. Um, for me and you go through changes, man, we're going through changes. Like you, you have to, you, you have a love of, the, I mean, this is, this is the hobby that we picked. This is the adventure that bit us when we were yeah. young. You know, this yep. is this is the thing that puts you know outside of our family and God and in in you know all mm-hmm. those other things. This is the things that we kind of want to think about. Besides, you know, when you're not thinking about your family and God and, and yeah. your country and all those kind of things. You know what I mean? Like this is what we like to do. You know yep. what I mean? And, um, you know, for me, also fly fishing is that way. You know what I mean? Uh, those are things that I enjoy doing. And, uh, you get to a, I think you get to a certain age. And if you, we look at some of our elders in the sport and you look at some of them, not many of them make it a whole lot past their fifties <laughs> before they start coming up with some changes. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, listen, I'm going to be, yeah. I might be the guy that is just like, I'm going to be the coach for all you guys. You know what I mean? I'll be here cooking for you when you guys get back. Come on. You know what I mean? Like I'll be the camp cook. And you know what I mean? There's guys that just kind of at certain points in your lives, you realize you're not this at this point yet. I'm talking about myself. Yeah. You know, I'm not at this point yet either. I don't want to be anybody's camp cook. (laughs) (laughs) I I do want to be, I do want to share camps with people, but I don't want to be the camp cook yet. But there, there's a place and a time. There's a killing time. There's a there's a, a a time in your life where you're you're um, being engaged in what you what you are gonna want to do in your life when you're a young boy. Yeah. Mine was all picked for me. 
You know, what I mean? mine was all pick for me. God right. knew what he was putting me here for. You know what I mean? Right. He was putting right. me here to be a bow hunter. You know what I mean? And, and, and all those kind of things, like in a fly fisherman, and all those. He would put the people in my life to get me to bite that 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 uh, worm early in my life. Those those worms early in my life, and I was hooked. You yeah. know what I mean? But so that that was easy to develop and become efficient at it. Took time. Yeah. You know, and then you get to a point where you can't do it the way you want. Like you have with fishing, hunting, whatever it is that we do, you know, whatever hobbies you, you have a, you at first they talk about the stage of a fisherman or a hunter. At first you want to kill something. Then you want to, once you start killing a few things, then you want to kill a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to just keep catching a lot of fish or you want to uh, shoot a lot of deer with your bow. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a point where you're like, okay, well, killing's not shooting these things isn't as hard as it was before that. I've, I've shot a lot of them. Now I want to shoot them the way I want to shoot them. Yeah. And I, now I want to catch the fish the way I want to catch fish. You know what I mean? And then now, then after that, I think you get to a certain point where you're just like, okay. I want to help other people be successful at it. Teach other people. You know know what I mean? And then I think after that, after you get to that point, I think you're at a point where you're like, I want to be part of the game. I'm not good at any of it anymore. My body's not letting me do none of it anymore. Mm -hmm. However, I still want to be a part of that culture and I want to be there for and support these, these guys. You know what I mean? I think there's, there's other stages that we never talk about there, but so there's, you know what I mean? Like you get the, to the stage where you just, you want to kill them your way. And usually most of the time we, that's the way we stop talking about that. Yeah. But there's a couple other stages after that. There's stages where you want to support and help other people and teach other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) Excuse me. I agree. It's like, I mean, the reason why I started videotaping was to show the challenges that I run into as mm-hmm. I'm as I'm taking what I learn and put it put it to use. I mean, there there was I mean, just th- three years ago, three or four years ago, the majority of the time I didn't see nothing. Now, yeah. this pat there this this season, there wasn't m- maybe maybe three hunts where I didn't see anything. Maybe. Yeah. No, Do you, know what, you, you know what I'm saying? So, go ahead. Yeah. Greg and I both spoke about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, you know, yeah. when, when, when you, when you send a text or whatever, we all send texts. We, you know, Greg and I have our own text going on. You and I got our own text going on. And, yeah. and a lot of times, you know, like, you know, when you had the first one, me and Greg would go back and forth on our own. And like, yo dude, uh, uh, yeah, I'd be like, yo, hey, I think this is where he hit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And he, and he, like, maybe he asked me that night, you know, like, yo, you got time to go over and help him? I'm like, dude, I've already told him I'm coming. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you stay home, I'll go over there and give him a hand. You, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Kind of deal. And Well, I can't tell, like, I can't, I can't tell you guys. Yeah, you were driving. Yeah, you were driving. Well, I was going to say, I can't tell you guys how appreciative I am. Like, for that help, just even being able to bounce ideas through, through text messaging and everything. Um, but then, you know, take it a step further and break away from family to spend a few more hours out in the woods, helping, 
Yeah, you know, I, that's, that's that's what we're all here to do, man. You know that. You know, at yeah. some point, at some yep. point, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, at, at some point when it comes to a big buck or something like that, you're going to be on my, my trail with me. You know that. That's what I'm you saying. I mean? like, like, I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait for that moment where we put our hands on one. You know, what yeah. I'm, you know what I'm saying? No, we'll, that, we'll like, be there. We'll be there. Yeah, uh, that'd be exciting. But that's that's one of the reasons that um, I mentioned, you know, video and because you had mentioned after that for the first buck that I hit in the hams, mm-hmm. like maybe, maybe maybe just like put put down the camera because you're not getting on, on video anyway. And I and like I was debating whether or not to video this year anyway. And the main mm-hmm. reason one of the main reasons was of that piece of property is gaining more eyes. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, guess, people, I, I'm, I can see I'm, it in the I'm, comments. We, we, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, I've had texts from friends of mine Yep, that are actually older than me and said, oh, yeah, I know where your buddy John, you know, yep. and names exactly. the farmer. I'm like, exactly. yeah, I used to hunt there. I used to hunt there years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. On that farm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, uh, so that, that was, that was probably the, the, the biggest, um, Dri- driving factor. The other one was uh, now I'm working basically two full-time jobs and editing takes a long time. So it didn't take yeah. a whole lot to talk me out of doing it <laughs> is, what I, is, what, is what I'm trying to say. Um, it was yeah. nice to, it was nice just to be able to go, go out and hunt and, you know, not have to carry that stuff. Um, but when I think back and look like why I started was to have a library of memories for my kids that's when I miss it. So that now yeah. that that now is driving me to do new things this coming year to where people will not know what property I'm on because I'm going to be bouncing around all over the place. Does that make sense? Yeah, it yeah. does make sense. So. And like I said, you and you and I and Greg have spoken about this for the last couple of years. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like me and Greg watch your your because you're a local guy and you know what I mean stuff like that. We we watch your stuff before we ever really started talking to you and you, you, before I, uh, I shouldn't say we, <laughs> it's not like we, we had this thing that would, Hey, I don't know. Do you want to talk to him? No, I don't want to talk to him. You know what I mean? Kind of deal. Like we, we, we didn't have that kind of thing, but like I was watching your, your stuff. It kind of popped up on the YouTube algorithm or whatever. You know what I mean? Kind of deal. And I was watching a little bit of like, yo, or that's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 So, but anyway, like, like I said, like you and I have, and, and, and Greg have told you of like one of those years, like I felt last year or the year before I felt bad for you when you seen a nice eight pointer or seven pointer or whatever it was in like opening day. Yeah. Not this season, but the season before. And I'm like, he's never going to see that deer again. It you was, know what I mean? Was, like, was, why is he hunting goes? Why is he 20. hunting? That was 2020, and that was one of the first. Okay. And, I, and I shared yeah. that story with you. He's like, "Yeah," because because the only reason why I did that hunt was to see if my hunch was right, and it was. So right, but, and I was just like, but, "Dude, but, but, I it. It. <laughs> but but matter of fact, I mean that might have been one of the deer you had his, some history with and got a shot at this year. I don't really know. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, but I, I'd have to go back me, and look. For me, I'm definitely unless it's a really big piece, something like that, like. And we yeah. talked about this. Yeah, I'm yeah, going shooting yeah. a doe. I'm getting my doe. Yeah. I'm getting my buck tag on a doe someplace way, way from where I'm going in to hunt deer or to hunt box. You know what I mean? But I mean, here, here, here. This is yeah. where I am with it. Like, 
those those people that that see and and know know where it is and and see the bucks and all that on 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 the video okay they they know where it is uh that's one thing the other thing is getting in and and, and killing them because I've, I've seen those bucks glassing like for years, glassing in the summer, but it wasn't until I really paid attention and dialed in on mm-hmm. how to, how to get to within 20, 30 yards of these bucks. Uh, it's, it's yeah. what, because I mean, you can bait all day long and people do on that property, people bait. So whatever, you know, yeah. point is, point is you can know they're there, but hunting them down and killing them. That's a different story. So good luck. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Like I said, I don't have – it's been years since I've had a place where it's open like that where I could go hunt. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I hunt thick cover, thick public cover, and uh, there's no – generally – I mean, there's some pieces of layout where you probably could. You know what I mean? Like going in the evening. I, I had a couple – I had a farm or whatever that I had, you know, permission uh, yeah. you know, on 10 years ago or whatever. And uh, like – I, just, I didn't really like it. To yeah. be honest with you, I, I don't like hunting farmland. I really don't. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think there's a place for it in the, for me, in the, in that velvet season. And then after that, it's like, no, your piece has a little more woods on yeah. it. Than a yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not, we're not going to get into this though. Yeah. yeah, yeah I got <laughs> we're we're not going to get into this. I mean, field yeah. edges, field edges are field, great. <laughs> yeah 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 a field with hedgerows and stuff like that i have no i have no yeah. desire to hunt that you know what i mean but yeah yeah yep all right yeah well look i think um i think we should wrap this one up we we uh had every intention of of, of having a guest after this one but i think this has been very valuable uh, although you and i talk a lot throughout the season todd like hearing hearing your struggles um you know, look, and people hear my struggles and there's always going to be people out there that's going to, they're going to judge and they're going to have negative comments and all that, you know, doesn't care. My, my skin is thick. I don't care. But, um, that's, that's basically a wrap up of what this season, uh, has, has looked like so far. I'll be going out in January. I'll do some winter, I'll do some winter bow, try to get some more meat in, in the, in the freezer. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. stay tuned, stay tuned. We're going to, we're going to drop, um, a couple instead of one a week we might do maybe two or three over the next two weeks or something like that. But, uh, this will be, this will be, this will be like the welcome back one. Yeah, definitely. Sounds good. And and I think, uh, you know, starting now right around Christmas time, I think probably a lot of people are going to be sitting around, um, probably wanting to have something to listen to and and that kind of stuff. So I I say we're probably going to be dropping some good quality ones in the next couple, two, three of them in the next, two weeks or something like that yeah. over the, over the holidays and stuff like that. I think it's a good idea. Yep. And Hey, I'm definitely going to jump back on with you. If I shoot my buck and you, we better yeah. jump back on it. If you shoot your buck, yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I got a lot of plans. I got a lot of plans for January. I got new ground. Our permit season will be over January 1st. We can, our general winter bow season opens up. Yep. We can hunt the whole state again. We don't have yep. to stay in our little zone. And yep. I got some plans to, to, to do some really, really good stuff. And I still got a couple of tags and a couple of other states until their season closes. So good deal. It good ain't deal. over yet, folks. Hang it's in not. there. It's not. All right. So let's wrap it up. Yep. So with that, 
Um, we always ask, share the show, give us a rating, and go read Genesis 27, 3. Later. See